Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Absent-Minded Watches, and today we watched Double Dragon, 1994 live-action movie directed by James Ukeech. I am probably butchering that. Probably. That was good. I mean, it was a good, solid first attempt. Oh, well, that's what I said, so. You didn't butcher the name as much as he butchered this franchise. I think he did it justice. And today I have with me, as always, my friend Travis Stockton. Hello. And Andrew Crandall. Hey. And yeah, today we watched Double Dragon, and it was a gem, in my opinion. I actually really did enjoy it. I, As someone who's probably played a grand total of 10 minutes of Double Dragon... <laughs> it definitely had fighting, and I think there were even a couple of sneaky side-scrolling camera movements where, like, I saw the care, I saw Jimmy yeah. like dash across the screen for a second, mm-hmm. and the camera fall. As far as I could see, that's side-scrolling. I, I feel like there were a lot of hidden very, that, was a good, that was a good enough throwback. Very authentic. On. Yeah, this is a great movie. See, I'm on great the opposite scale of you guys. I, w- I did not enjoy it as much as I enjoyed uh, Super Mario Bros. At least you weren't miserable. You're right. You're right. I wasn't miserable, but. Oh, I also wasn't Miserable happy. is such a, such a, come on, miserable. I, I mentioned this either before we started watching the movie or during, but a lot of these, we're going to have to do these on like a curve. We can't rate them the way we would rate real good movies. Real oh, movies. yeah, of course. These are on the <laughs> well, video yeah, I, game I, I movie I said I curve. like Super Mario Bros. I'm not saying it should have been nominated for an Oscar or anything. I feel like for the first decade, they should get kind of like a, you know, like a curve, like you said. Just yeah. a slight pass for certain Nobody things. knows what they're doing right now. The fact yeah, that these got still... made <laughs> at all is impressive in its own right. Yeah. So if, if, you, if you would, we set the stage. It is set in a post-apocalyptic Los Angeles in... The future year of 2000. Yes, I don't remember. I think they glossed over this. Oh, was the year actually 2000? I thought it was 2007. Oh, did I say 2000? I'm sorry, 2007. Yeah, you're right. It was 2007. 2007. And so, like, it looked like it's in, like, California or so. Oh, it's in, it's literally in Hollywood. No, it's literally Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and it's New Angeles. New Angeles is what they call it. And it's in the wake of a huge earthquake that essentially has drowned the, the state. We think yeah, I think drown the whole world. Well, because they also have like New Tokyo City. They and, like, yes, and yeah, Long a lot Canada. Of, a lot of coastal cities seem to have been yes. fucked over. Like one of the things, there's like this chase scene when they're on the jet skis, right? And, it and they go, go past, past like, like the, the man's the Chinese Hollywood. Theater, yeah. Well, like the big Hollywood sign, yes, the right. Chinese when Hollywood theater. Oh yeah, and, they do have the Hollywood sign too. Yeah. And they're like uh, they're like feet below it, so yeah, like clearly yeah. like <laughs> a lot of water is flooded because that's supposed <laughs> to be in like the hills. I've never been to L.A., but yeah, exactly. Obviously, like a big flood. We've all seen Beverly Hills Cop. We know what Hollywood looks like. So we have a huge like 80s 90s punk aesthetic that's you know very leather and spikes and fire steampunkish in a way yeah Yeah, you know we still have the fire coming out of the cars which seems to be a theme going into these video game movies yeah something with the 90s and fire just really had people going yeah they did save a lot of money they didn't have nearly as many useless extras in this film as in super mario that's true everyone everyone had a purpose i feel like everybody we saw kind of had a maybe not a a role purpose might be a little they had more like designs and costumes that still fit but like some of those super mario seeds were just like this looks claustrophobic they were just people like why are these people they just brought in everybody just clustered for sure the gangs looked good i appreciated it (laughs) So this movie had a a budget of oh, yeah, 7.8 million dollars. So saved a little from Super that, Mario that Bros. That feels about right. It's I a would, good yeah. average. What was Super Mario Bros again for for the record? Was it like 40 million or something like that? Oh, you can't do that to me. So it was a bomb, but yeah, it didn't make it clearly the people that made back. Double Dragon were like 
Mario did not do good. Well, we can't give them that much money. This probably Bob too. I'm sure Bob way worse. This did not really. This is not of the star power a Mario does. Oh no. no. Um. So this made at the box office 2.3 million. <laughs> yeah. So uh, roughly like not even half. Not, Four not million, even five million loss. Yeah. yeah. Not even a quarter. I'm, I'm not great at math. We we've established. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Uh, three thousand times three thousand is nine thousand. Yes, that is the that is the comment I was talking about. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So uh, we have the great Scott Wolf uh, as Billy and uh, Mark the Party of Five fame. DeCascos as uh, brother Jimmy. You know, he was really good. Him. I actually liked him. I thought they were both good in their own ways. Literally up until like the end of the film, when they completely forgot who was playing who. Because like their characterization gets a hundred percent mismatched within like the last twenty minutes of it, the where dynamic all of a sudden, changes. Jimmy's the one goofing around, and Billy's like super serious, and like we gotta we gotta follow this plan. But they learned I from each other, a man. Scene five minutes from before this was <laughs> Billy yelling at Jimmy. I'm tired of following plans. There's always a plan. I'm sick of it. And then he's like, oh, but Alyssa Milano's got a plan. We need to follow her plan now. <laughs> That's a lot of character growth real fast. Yeah, they, they, I was like, they grow up each in their own way real quick. Yeah, at the by end. the end, they like have completely swapped characters. They're they're adults but by the end. The first half of the film. <laughs> I, yeah, he met the Alyssa t- Milano, and now tight, this, this boy has become the a man. Uh, They've all grown. Guy, The tightly wound guy is relaxed, and now he goofs off, and the... The jokester has now become more serious and the, more manly. The first 60 minutes or so, I hated Billy. Just slapstick. <laughs> just <laughs> really just hijinks. Way too many puns. Bart Simpson level He fucking level pushes hijinks. a guy down and the guy lands in a suitcase and he goes, man, this guy's really got a head case. It reminded me of old like anime dubs, like Dragon Ball Z and stuff where uh-huh. like... They didn't like how it translated, so they added in like really terrible puns everywhere. Those were the caliber of jokes that Billy was dropping. Though the one that did make me laugh a lot was at the end of the car oh chase God, scene. And they, they crash and they get out and then Billy goes, oh my God, my whole life just flashed before my eyes. I sleep a lot. And like neither of you guys really registered anything. Oh, and I was just, it took me a second, but I, I had a good little good laugh out loud moment yeah. with that. And then we have the, the fabulous Robert Patrick as our lead villain, Koga Shuko slash Victor Geisman, which you, I think they literally just say that once. He didn't know. The they say Victor opposite. Geisman like once right at the beginning, but they call him Koga Shuko pretty much all hit that throughout the whole film. Yeah. Cause she calls like, What's her name? Sun- uh, Satori. 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 Yeah. I said Suntory in my head. That was a good <laughs> trick, Andrew. I know. Uh, yeah, she says down. his real name, and he's like, oh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and yeah, he's now he's like Koga shitty or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, we have uh, Julia Nixon as, as Satori, their mentor master. She is in there. Yeah. Vanna uh, White makes an appearance as a newscaster. Yeah, nice. That's a, that's a cool little grab from the '90s, I guess, or the '80s and '90s. I guess. I don't know. So. She was she was the uh, letter girl on. Oh God, what was that show now? Oh fuck. George Hamilton is the other anchor person. I don't know if he's a famous person or not, but who cares? These name, were nobody characters. I don't, I don't even know who fucking Vanna <laughs> so White have, is. So we have Niels Allen Stewart as this character, uh, Bo Abobo, and I just want to give a special shout out to this character because this character gains a cult following and later gets his own video game, and that's just 
ridiculous. Oh. It's a big adventure Didn't game. Didn't you say it was fan-made, though? Yes, it was. You need to oh, clarify that. Was, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's not like it was such a I cult thought it was like an official Nintendo following. release yeah. or something like that. It's a very like cult okay. following. It's, it's a very it's, small cult. Yeah. Like, I mean, the game looks like it could have been made by like two dudes. They love him. They love a bobo. And Flash. So, so essentially there is this medallion that was created by this king at one point that is so powerful it turns you into a the best form of yourself. Yeah, or y'all something. got really hyped over like this voiceover it was and intro. Cool. It was a good intro. I was no, like, this is I okay, but Ethan y'all did. rewinded he was, it. He was I, pretty I, into I really it. I love yeah. a good intro like that. I love a good exposition. But uh, so the powerful, the medallion's too powerful, so they split it up for some reason. I don't know. It gets we're then we're in present day. I don't know. Uh, apparently Satori has. Oh no, there's something about like an excavation with the earthquake. Yeah, Satori wasn't there? and Koga Shiti or whatever they they were on the same excavation. But it was team. The, it was also the brother's dad our, was there. Yeah, the our our Jimmy Billy dad character. Bad. Double guess dad. he dies at Double some point. Dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, and and then Satori is forced because her dad also dies, or I maybe they're the same dad. I don't know. Typical uh, kung fu story. She takes them in and yeah, like raises Satori them. is now there. It also teaches them martial arts. Classic karate. Reason. And then they kid. also enjoy pizza. Yeah, they're basically the Ninja Turtles living in this fucking theater, <laughs> just yeah, right. gumballs and well, no, yeah, like popcorn. Say, when, whenever they were eating, yeah, they were eating like ketchup, popcorn, yeah, and then ketchup. they had Twizzlers, and then just like a bottle of ketchup had, in the middle. He had something on the plate, and I could not tell what it was. It just looked like an indiscriminate like tortilla with now thing on it. You take that table, all the stuff on there. You had a slice of white bread. You got a nice meal for Ethan over there. Ketchup, <laughs> ke- ketchup <laughs> white bread, and a nice ketchup. Twizzler you know, I would eat crackers and ketchup every day of the week. Oh, just well, saltines really say anything, yeah. and, cra- and ketchup. Just I've, dip, I've... little dip a dip. <laughs> <laughs> little salt with my salt. Yep. Oh, that's delicious. And so basically we have this maniacal bad guy Kogashuko who he nails it he does he, the exact Robert Patrick is opposite great. of Dennis Hopper in the Super Mario yes. Bros movie he where he plays it. it he plays it straight up until he's not like he's given it his all but then there's a few moments where finally he's like He's just reading these lines, and they're so absurd. Oh, it's like, great. How difficult is it for one rich guy to take over an entire city? Like, the, something the, like that. He reads the lines so <laughs> genuinely, though. Like, I do not believe he does not want to be there. If It seemed like he wanted to be there. I loved it. Towards the end, whenever he got possessed uh, by Jimmy, I, yeah, thought that, I thought he did a pretty good job doing that. He did a front flip. Like, No, what it was, what it, what it was is I think he did a like a backflip off the thing and then they just reversed the footage so it look, made it look like a front flip. Oh no, I meant when the when sure they actual, had a lot of I meant when too. actual Robert Patrick was like lying on the ground after they beat him up, he did like a little front Oh really? Roll. Oh, yeah. I not, I must have missed that. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, good for you, Robert Patrick. That's about time where all this Marvel news started popping up. I we think it was. Our phones yeah. Yeah. Marvel stuff <laughs> dropped right in the middle of this so we kind of got a little distracted during the way, but it's okay. It's still a fun movie. So there's basically Scooby-Doo hijinks of the chase for the medallion, the whole movie and yeah so the first they have the medallion it gets sh- they like, have half of it yeah they have half of it unceremoniously revealed and they give it to the one who's the least trustworthy of the two brothers the of one course. who's always fucking, fucking up and getting in trouble and taking stupid risks because he has to grow the most so so they give it to him yeah. and then koga just like cuts out the middleman he just ro- rolls in with his gang up at the theater with the ketchup bottles and the popcorn <laughs> 
And, and his genetically engineered Bobobo. He's just like, give me that thing. And they're like, no. And so he's like, okay, well, my two Chinese henchmen are coming for you now. Yep. You know what? That's what I liked about it. This bad guy got his hands dirty at every scene. He was in it. Oh, he yeah, was so doing it for no himself. Time wasted. Oh, yeah. he it, Nobody could do it right, so he had to he do had it to himself. He's like, Great. okay, I got a couple other things to do, but I also own this gang. So just in case any of you guys see him when I don't, go beat him up and like take this thing from him. Although he should have armed these people a little better. They the, all had were, like pieces of wood and pipes. This is the closest it got to like the actual double dragon gang. They're really where it was like street punks movie. and stuff. They had like I, street punks and mimes and art students all like, like trying to go after these being people. Los Angeles, mailman. They, all the yeah, guns. mailman, yes, dude. <laughs> All the guns just got drowned in the earthquake or something. Like, except for the well, grenade no, launchers except, they yeah, had. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like little yeah. just gun, grenade launchers with flashlights on them or scopes. <laughs> yeah. Because tactics. I, sure, yeah. And then there's this there's this subplot with like a contract and a deal between the police and the gangs and Shuko that just is kind of thrown and in there. Milano's yeah, it's like, hey, yeah. the gang's got to stay out of here. You can only do gang stuff at night. Yes. And then yes. we won't bother you. Uh -huh. And as long as you keep to the nighttime, that's fine. But we'll yeah, bust your ass really in the day. they never really say why the Power Corps, who is like Alyssa Milano's group, why they think they're terrorists. We don't see them. We do just, the only quote-unquote terrorist that hooligans. we see is they go into a, like a, a business office on a bunch of rollerblades. And that was at the end also, yeah. But I think what it, what it was was It was Shuko. the distraction when they broke into to try to Mission Impossible, the other, the <laughs> other medallion half out of I the I believe office. Shuka was using the media to twist the public opinion of Power Core to make that them look sense. like terrorists. That, you know what? And that's why Melissa, Alyssa Milano was like, oh, dad, come on. They're not so bad. A smart guy like Kugo Shito <laughs> with <laughs> all that money. He, Nailed he it. seems like the guy that would have the forethought to like start putting out the fake news. Yep. There you it. go. Using the that. fake, fake news. Because even Alyssa Milano's dad was like, oh, they're terrorists. The police and chief. I, and also, it took me way too long to figure out that she was the one with the red hair wig in the beginning of the movie with the brother. <laughs> it took yeah. me forever. I still don't. I just now realize that. Tristan, <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking, what happened to that hottie with the red wig? Yeah, yeah right? this movie's great. Her yeah, really annoying brother. Every turn, it's got another surprise that, oh, Andy Dick. Just, oh, shit. Just, just, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a really weird cameo. About a quick wig. Andy Dick cameo what, as in himself. There for what about like? 30, 45 seconds, just like highlighting the news. They yeah. were shooting He's, news he radio the in the next he was building. Doing he was yeah, hopped exactly. over. They said, we give Joe you $1,000. told him to fuck off. And so, yeah. <laughs> so the, uh, somewhere during this, uh, the, the, the medallions exchange and souls get exchanged and there's fighting and it's great. And there's big explosions. Oh yeah. The, you didn't talk about the uh, river. Kugo shitty's fucking soul medallion power where he turns into smoke and, and construction, and, oh, construction yeah, he paper. Is, he is just smoking <laughs> this entire movie, and he uses this also to somehow he just rubs the medallion maniacally in his hands, and he turns like purple turns and wavy construction paper. I thought he turned black. A little bit of both. He has like a gray purple look in the beginning, and then he gets well, grayer. Okay, so I don't yeah, know. there's a weird like shade goo. I'm talking about when he's still like, when you can still see it's him, but yeah. it's like kind of like oh right, wavy. Yeah. The Peter Pan shadow. He kind of yeah. looks yeah. almost like a hologram from Star Wars, but black. Yes, uh -huh. yes. Uh, but no, and like he can I, apparently possess people when he does that, and then I, I was okay. So I was kind of wondering. So like 
you know, whenever he goes into that form, like he has like a cigarette and then he'll go and possess someone. So I'm wondering, is like, is he still smoking in his spirit form while he's like inside someone's <laughs> I think body? He does because he, he does the same he comes, thing. Like well, he, he possesses out. other people, but like the medallion goes with him, I guess. Cause one of the things he possessed somebody and when he, he possesses a uh, Suntory and she like they, she gets out of her and I'm like, Oh, but she's got the medallion now. Right. Cause he, she must no, have been but wearing I think, it. Yeah. He's still no, wearing the medallion. It, takes, he it goes him. into the he shadow realm with, with, yeah. with him. Oh man. So yeah. And the whole movie, the brother's medallion just doesn't do anything or they can't figure it out. It's yeah. just inert. And they don't have the power. Yeah. They're, they're dummies. It's supposed to amplify like the body what's in your body, I guess. And the other one amplifies your soul. Yes. So I don't know why the other dude turns into just like a shadow demon thing. Cause that's your soul. It's a shadow demon. Apparently. But then they can't like amplify. Why can't they get like super kicks? Yeah. Why couldn't they get like the steel plus body? 10 strength like, for like five minutes and then it's on <laughs> cooldown for a little while, you know, something uh-huh. like that. We have like a, a bunch of crude shots of a Melissa, Alyssa, I keep wanting to say Melissa Milano, Melissa. <laughs> Alyssa Milano, where she's wearing these weird chap thing. They're not pants. crude she's shots. Like, no, they're she's 90 like shots. shorts. And then they like, they're these chaps that are you even mentioned, to like, like you mentioned Jennifer Aniston's nipples and That's friends. True. That was oh, another, man. it's just the Every 90s episode. It's free love, man. Freedom, and man. no bras. Really just hanging loose, hanging loose, hanging 10. Yeah. You think she was on set saying, Oh, we got to cut this scene. I don't think it's that was the her 90s, call. man. She's like, I'm super hot. I'm doing this while I can. That's right. true. That's probably That's how true. it works. Super hot. I don't know what about that haircut, what? though. Wow, really? Oh, Honestly? God. I loved that. Worked for me. Yeah, it worked no. great worked for me. I was sad when she put on the wig, and I was like, oh, no. No. <laughs> you look like you're in charm now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we have an end fight that ends in some fantastic final transformations and oh you know what? actually i want to mention that we do see a double dragon arcade cabinet oh yeah at one point yeah. it's whenever fuck what's his name the main bad guy shugo kuga yeah shugo kuga Shuto. Or, uh, kogo shuka uh kogo shuka is like uh, possessing jimmy and jimmy and billy are fighting and jimmy pushes billy back into uh, yeah. an arcade machine and do they not say or notice anything about it no they don't it's in the background. We see it, and it gets smashed, and no mention of it at all. Which it's is a nice little dis- cameo. It's kind of disappointing. You know though, what? They Super don't wanna... Mario Bros. never had a Mario Bros. cabinet in it. They had n- almost zero. They had, they had, had to big birthday and fall though. <laughs> it's it's just odd. we get a cool boat scene, and there's oh yeah, the jet ski chase. There's there's with the two guys that came up from fucking nowhere. The they enemy had like guys. full wetsuits. And, yeah, yeah. They're just henchmen. You know, oh, we know where the they come from because, <laughs> like, the building they were supposed to come from got blown up, Henchman like, right Academy. before they showed up. Oh, I don't know, Henchman they're Academy. Just, they're, just, they're just there, they got airdropped in. Don't worry about they're it, just it's not on important. the payroll. I don't, there's just a lot of typical low budget film inconsistencies goofs. all yeah, over the place. Goofs. I think the final transformation at the end where they get their costumes is, is kind of cool. And what about the horrible transformation that Shigi Kuka does or whatever? Oh, yeah, and he's, when he just splits in half, turns into like two oh, demons yeah, with swords. Two, yeah, exactly. I think they're supposed to be like just evil versions of the double dragon. I think so. that makes I, I sense. Don't I don't know. Yeah. And maybe that was like the final boss in the game or probably, something. It probably was. Cause yeah. I mean, I assume even like the lady, they the don't Lash even have any like extra powers other than like, they no, kind of have swords. They kind of, the sword kind of get 
can phase through stuff, but it was oh, a lot yeah. of just them chasing the they Jimmy were almost, and Billy almost around. like lightsaber-ish as it well, where they like, would like cut through things. I actually looked away, and then all of a sudden I looked back, and somehow Jimmy and Billy had yeah, both medallion kinda, pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I guess like, yeah, this is what we're going with. It almost looked like they couldn't take their hands off the swords either. Like they just had to just hold like them two-handed. On them, yeah. yeah. But, the uh, makeup like got hot and fused. Prop <laughs> <laughs> sword. God damn it! We've been doing this scene for six hours. You know, oh, if, if you get it right in the first take, <laughs> we wouldn't be here right. anymore. <laughs> so just get it right. So we end with some more slapstick comedy of them kind of just goofing off with their being double dragon people. Now yeah, they transform. They have the two new costumes from the show from the games. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the bedazzled costumes, and then they. Beat the hell out of this defenseless old man <laughs> oh whose like yes. only powers before came from from the medallion, and now he's unarmed, and they just kick the shit out of him. No, even just like the first kick they did was just like the most lazy kick that they ever did. Was he just, just like balls. Yeah, he'd break you know? his ribs if he kicked him too hard. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. And then he brings up, he, oh, I shouldn't have burned down the the thing, and I'm sorry. It's my double dragon heroes would never have done that. They won as soon as they got the medallion. Okay. I mean, you still have to beat the boss. They should have gotten beat up a Dobo or a Bobo. No, he's the Fraser friend now. I don't care. So we, I don't like him. He's we ugly. wrap it all up with with the police coming in and and arresting. They Shugo, found all their guns. Shukakuga and <laughs> and he like he makes the whole time. He makes a line about how his lawyers are more evil than he is, and we all have a good '90s laugh about lawyer jokes. Can't wait for Double no, Dragon also, Two, where he gets out of jail. They also do that really great '90s thing where, like, Bobo convinces them to drive and everything, and they think he's being possessed by Billy. And uh, whenever they go to take off, oh, is uh, that what it was? They were doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh. Jimmy was like, "I'm gonna fuck your girlfriend, Alyssa Milano." Yeah, <laughs> and then Billy pops up in the back, and they're like, "What? Billy's in front?" And then Bobo's like, "Oh!" It drives off, and they all just go. <laughs> now I must have just missed that. I was part. really disappointed that they didn't do the like super 80s thing. I think it's 80s. I'm going to say it's 80s where as soon as they like start pulling off and like in the car that it freeze frames and it oh. turns into oh, like a yeah. painting or something <laughs> and then the credits roll and oh, then we see them drive off and then it's just like the highway. There was no uplifting 80s music. Yeah, I was waiting end, for yeah. like that cool 80s tune to come no, in right. and we like just play get a weird like, just some awesome vaporwave tune. We just yeah. get a, a weird joke with uh, Huey Lewis. Oh, that's Huey right. Lewis, because, uh, oh, that Koga. joke came earlier though. We yeah, have no, the, no, the Huey Lewis joke, but like yeah. they still do that weird, like just you. It was Huey your fault. Lewis? No, it was your fault. Any news? The first line at the end. Yeah. yeah, it's and it's the first time that they talk. And well, what about we also we, we didn't movie. mention how the cars get uh, fuel. No, I meant oh I don't know yeah, if it's we did all the cars, but it's there the dragon wagons. Yeah, <laughs> the dragon they, wagon. they burn trash to to make just fire. Just totally ripped off Back to the Future. Yeah, well. A little less, Whoa, just because it just yeah. shoots out a jet engine instead of traveling <laughs> through time. But you know, it's yeah, so I similar. The, yeah. I want to know the science behind that. Well, where one you was get, like newspaper. Well, things burn. Jet fuel. And it makes I think fuel. one was supposed to just be like nuclear fusion, and then this was literally just supposed to be burning things. Future for, burn. <laughs> yeah, they just found a super efficient way to just burn garbage. It did not look efficient in the slightest. It did no, not. it looked like a lot of pollution. pollution. Oh, geez, yeah, I'm surprised. The They're whole... constantly throwing more garbage. You know what? 
wonder there was earthquakes. Uh, and uh, again, a special shout out to uh, a Bobo Bobo because uh, there's this one <laughs> scene where <laughs> he, Bobo. he notices the monstrosity, oh, the incredible moment he's where he's looking in the mirror <laughs> and he's like holding the picture of like some model. I don't even know if this is a character we were supposed to know, but some know. One, was girl it, in a was bathing it Lex suit. Lash? I don't, I don't think know. so because it didn't look like a blonde. It looked like some brunette. Like no, a black I thought it looked bikini. like a blonde. It, it was a dirty been. picture. Like yeah. the picture yeah, it was, was a dirty. Picture so when he looks at the bikini, picture and yeah. then like puts it down and looks Wipes in the mirror. Wipes the mirror off <laughs> to see just himself crying. <laughs> and it's a very clear <laughs> shot, like close up of the tears, like you were supposed to yeah. feel for this. Character. That was like probably one of the best scenes in the movie, and I hated his because his character before he gets like in that machine. I don't yeah. even remember if it's a. Potion the the de-evolve machine. Well, that's well, yeah, it looked a lot like it exactly. Yeah. I was like, Ethan, that's from the other movie. <laughs> yeah, he like <laughs> <laughs> So before he like makes his weird transformation where he kind of looks like Zarbon from Yeah, like in the does. monster form or whatever. <laughs> Who's Zarbon? Is a Aww. A Dragon Ball Z character. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, Just Dragon Ball Z going. references all over these movies. <laughs> but before that, I think he, his character got way better afterwards because one, he stopped talking. Yeah, they yeah. Made I think talk he got a, a way less. different voice actor for the few times he does talk. Uh-huh. Because before this, his whole character is just these weird grunts. Yeah. <laughs> It was kind of making me a little uncomfortable at certain what? points. Well, I just want to know what his like casting audition was. <laughs> Big I, white dude with guttural I, yeah. that can produce guttural sounds for hours on. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I want to see his audition tape. <laughs> I bet you do, buddy. I bet you do. And uh, that pretty much wraps it up for uh, Double Dragon. Ooh, uh, one other thing I do want to slip in there yes. because we have a lot of people with horrible taste in movies listening to our show. Because there were far too many people <laughs> that, loved Mario. that jumped to claim that Super Mario Bros. is a good movie. And I challenge you to watch Double Dragon and tell me it's not way better Available and like oh, basic fundamentals of making a yes, movie. Yes, I would love to to hear which this didn't have people janky think it's better. cuts all over the place. <laughs> it didn't look like a fucking cocaine fueled rat was behind the camera. It looked way better, actually. Yeah. It just flowed like a fucking movie. There were moments of Super Mario Bros. where I was getting a migraine because I just could <laughs> no. not follow what is happening Jeez, and how A got to D got to B because, like, clearly this is all in no particular order These as far as the shots. This movie was 100% watchable and coherent and just as long as it needed to be. Could have been maybe a tad shorter. But yeah, a little bit shorter. I just want to say it's still good. Super Mario Bros. totally got the the typical Nintendo points just for being a Nintendo property. Just oh, like well, yeah. just like Breath of the Wild is not a ten out of ten. That is an eight point five out Never of ten. Played yeah, it. I agree with that too. Never played. Come on, Nintendo. Let us know what you think is better: Double Dragon, Super Mario Bros. And I would, watch I would it first. Love, yes, watch them. Go first. in with an open mind. Don't look at the scores on you know Rotten Tomatoes first. I would love to you, you to watch both of them. Make your decision. We should then put look up like scores. an Instagram poll next week. Whenever we post, I don't know how to do that. I do. Okay, we should do that. That's because we can do it on the story. We can put up a little poll thing, like pick which one. Well, that's gonna do it for this special for this week. So what do we got next week? Next week is one I'm really excited for: Street Fighter with motherfucking Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look this up. I'm pretty sure he was doing 
so much drugs for that movie. Oh, probably. I yeah. can't wait. I think it was like a known issue, so we're going to look into that. I hope he's sweaty in the scenes where he's not even moving. <laughs> he just he, like the beginning of the film, just he like is. standing still in an air-conditioned set, and he's just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> so until next week, guys, uh, that's going to do it for us at uh, Absent-Minded Watches. Uh, Travis, you want to sign yourself off? Your, yourself off? Sorry. That's all you're getting from me. I got Andrew? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Double Dragon. We nailed it. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Catch y'all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.